what it do, what the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes Snap. I am Spike Lou on IG and in these tweet streets. Come holla at your boy. All right, man. What's your... um? <laughs> what's up? Uh, um, nope. <laughs> don't. Do not. I have no idea. You shaking off that coronavirus? <laughs> Hey, we're going to talk about the corona, too. Mm. We got, it's, it's affecting hip-hop, and it's blowing it. The streets it. was empty out here on the way to the <laughs> old nigga. It's like contagion out here. Yeah, it should look Outbreak. Nuts. Outbreak fire, too, by yeah, the way. Outbreak is good. Uh, what we got up, though? Man, today on the On Deck TV podcast, Is There Trouble in Paradise for QC? We talk about Lil Baby and Offset's potential scuffle. How will the rumors affect the label? South by Southwest is canceled due to coronavirus, and we're going to review the Jada Kiss album. But first... Mm-hmm. Your man's is back in the spotlight again for unfavorable reasons. Again, if you don't know by now, the baby clips have surfaced of him smacking a female fan. Allegedly. Smacking a female fan. He definitely came out and said it was him, and he did it. <laughs> there is no alleged to it. Uh, he gets booed off stage after this happened, and people see uh, the video. My question to you, is this the third strike? Is the baby out of here? No, I, I don't. I don't think it's strike three for him because, like you just said, if you get strike three, that means you out. And I don't think he's out. It's going to take more than that. He's a little too hot right now. I will say what does need to happen, though. Interscope needs to be on the horn with him yesterday and get him on the first thing smoking to wherever their offices are in New York or L.A. because they got to have a sit down to go over what the fuck be going on because they're becoming more frequent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, they're not far and few between anymore. Like, it's relatively frequent that he's in the news for shit that's not going to make him any money. You know what I'm saying? So they need to holler at him about that, about his temper. He needs to see somebody, talk to somebody. He got to do something before it gets out of control, if mm. this isn't already out of control. Uh, but because there's ways he can spin this. He's apologized, and she technically did. From the angles that we saw, it looked like she hit him first with a phone or, or something, whatever was in her hand. So he can spin this in a whole other way because you'll have that argument that talks about that. But I do want to have an honest conversation about what we saw and the reaction to it. As soon as you tell me if you think it's strike three for him. Uh, I do think that it's strike three, and the reason being Hell is no. I don't think that his music is good enough for him to continue to act like this. That bop banging. Now, if he were... And people do still like him. I've said numerous times before that I'm kind of tired of the, it sounds like one big song to me. I think that he's going to see the tables turn very quickly on him because of incidents like this. It adds to your image when you shoot somebody in self-defense in Walmart and they die. You beat a nigga up fucking with you in the Louis Vuitton store. Okay, we get it. You're about this life. When you start roughing up the people in the uh, hotel lobby because they took a picture of you and then you apologize for that. When you start smacking women, then you apologize for that. But then you're offering a ransom of 10000 for somebody that shows smacking. Like, bro, we don't want to hear it. And people that are not like they, that are fringe hip hop fans, the people that he needs to continue to be the number one artist that he is for Interscope to even give a fuck about him to invite him to the office, like you're saying. <laughs> I don't think that he has the talent to do that. And now people are just gonna be off him. We've seen an early example of him getting booed off the stage. This shit is gonna continue because there's so much evidence out there that he just doesn't give a fuck. And if I'm Interscope, I'm done talking to you. Like we've had this conversation. Five, six times, nigga, dude. After you shot the nigga in Walmart and killed him, Interscope should have been calling him if they had any vested interest in his No, future. Interscope called him to sign him after that happened. Well, that, that's cool, <laughs> but 
But that should have been the last time Interscope should have been very clear about that. But it wasn't. And I don't think he has the talent for the outside shit, shit to continue to propel his career. Now, he can make records. Uh, like, whether you feel like they sound the same or they don't, he's got records and he can make them and they're on the radio. And he's on features that are on the radio. I don't think he has the talent. He can make a record or two, but I don't think the, the sound, like sounds change. Things change. Sure. His sound is in now. I don't think that he has the durability to change his sound, keep people engaged, and stay out of trouble. That's a lot for him. Uh, that's so. true. That's a lot to juggle. Can we agree that the outrage has been overstated? For smacking a woman? For smacking a fan who hit him a in woman? the face with a phone. Smacking a woman on your the way. The outrage has to be more consistent, bro. Like, let's be honest. You're going to get this outweighed universally when you smack a woman. I, I, no, I understand that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... I don't understand what you're saying. Listen, as, as somebody who grew up in a household with, um, you know, how, like, you grew up... I, I grew up with house rules, you know what I'm saying, with home training. So it's easy for me to sit here and say that I wouldn't do anything like that because it's not in my character. And I'm sure everybody is sitting at home saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. But when you're coming off stage and you turned up and you're at a club, it's late as hell, you may or may not have been on some drinks, turned up, whatever you may or may not have been on. Bro, if you have a bright light in your face from somebody, I, who knows if he could even have seen who the fuck it hey, was. Man, it That's does, what I'm saying. You sound like a, a, That's a fact. Like that. All of those things could be correct, but you're still not excused for smacking the shit out of somebody on you. Like, you're not there to smack nobody. Like, the blight could have been as bright as it was in his face. He could have got hit in the face with a phone shit. It could have knocked his tooth out. <laughs> but you sign up for this, my nigga. Like, you can't walk through this, like, and not get touched. I listened to Lil Baby. Clarification to two different people. I listened to Lil Baby for in sure. an interview with Big Blank on his podcast talking about when he walks through the crowd. And he was very specific about how he moves through the crowd. He said, I don't want anybody touching me. I don't want my security touching me, their security touching me. That way I know if a fan run up on me, then I need to go ahead and brace myself and let them be known. He said he don't want all the commotion around him. I bring that up to say, the baby always got commotion and all of this bullshit going on around him. So, yeah, you have to act defensive. You need to attack these things before you get in this club. Like, those things are right what you say if you got a plan. Clearly, this nigga don't got a plan if this shit keeps happening to him. That's How you true. keep going out and niggas keep running up on you and you got to shoot niggas and you got to beat niggas You're up? one of the people, bro. Nah, it's not. You're trying to be close to his fans. Everybody, when, when you see somebody walking with 10, 6 foot 8 bodyguards, then you can't even see the nigga. The nigga already short. <laughs> like, you can't so see him. Right. So, like, that should be all the more incentive for him to know if somebody got this far in. Like, you can't smack people for getting close to you, bro. Where was the outrage? What I'm saying is, is that when Nipsey slapped dude at BT, it was funny. It was a man. So that's cool now? Yeah. <laughs> man, come the fuck off. Fam, you bro. cannot smack <laughs> women, bro. What are you, you talking can't smack about? Nobody, yeah, man. you <laughs> can't smack men for disrespecting you. Niggas. That's okay. That's what you nobody need needs on. to smack Listen, anybody, my nigga. Men can get the shit smacked out of them in their mouth if they need. Like if it needs to be where you disrespecting somebody. Newsflash: You can get the shit smacked out of you. A woman shouldn't have to operate under that same premise. That, all I'm saying is, if a dude hit him in the face with a with a phone, it wasn't a dude. No, no I'm asking. I'm, no, I'm saying if he hits him in the face with a phone and he gets dog walked, nobody's saying a word. Wait, that's what I'm saying. You're wrong in the sense nah, I don't that, that you're wrong in the sense that he got a track record now. Like, niggas gonna be like, oh, again? Like, you could, if, if this was, uh. One and done. Yeah, if this was, nigga, give me, if this was Gunner. Okay. If this was, like, somebody new and this was the first time happening, you're like, oh, damn, like, what's up with that? You're not gonna read too much into it. Clearly, this nigga he got, got a anger issues. Something, sure. something wrong. And no. it, it should be clearly stated to security, whoever's moving with him, managers, homeboys, whatever, 
how this needs to go down and need, people need to stay away from him. Like, right. that should be it until that's clearly said by him or somebody close to him. Like, I don't see him continuing to be successful. I, I just think it's easy for people, for people to say what they would do in this situation when they're home in the calmness of their house scrolling through their phone those on people, the couch. Those people that's not. all I'm saying, bro. So, but you don't know what's happening when you turned up and you're going on stage and somebody pushed you and somebody... But, like This is your job, though. This not, is, but that like, don't mean... But he's a regular dude, though, at the end of the day. still his job. Like, it, it doesn't matter if he's a Niggas regular fight dude. fight at Waffle like, House, nigga. That's their job to but, work at Waffle House. That don't mean they don't fight there. But they're regular people that have <laughs> high profile jobs you have to be accustomed to the high profile things that happen in your positions like barack can't be like shit i'm i'm, I'm a regular dude no my nigga you're the president <laughs> same thing with the baby like you can't walk through a crowd and expect people not to react if you're the number one rapper allegedly in the game just like people not to hit me in the face with a phone bro. that's all i'm expecting i don't know why you would expect that. <laughs> why would you expect that for, like people are going crazy like you see how people act these days with social media and all the wild shit that goes on. Your expectations should be, nigga, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I got a battle when I'm out here. I don't got to hit nobody, but I got to protect That's myself. That's like people that go to the go to shows and throw shit on stage. Like, why did you fucking, why did you put the energy even to go into a show just so you could throw a water bottle on stage? And then motherfuckers, you do that because you think when nobody, when nothing happened to you. That's what I'm, that, that's what I'm saying. People need to be talking about that. I'm taking the gender so out of it. you're mad that the, the fan, you didn't. I'm clearly you, not mad. I'm not mad, but you are raising question to the fan having the uh, the capability and the access to smack him. The outrage needs to be more consistent. That's all I'm saying. I think anybody would have been mad at that artist for smacking that fan. I don't think man, so. woman. No, who who do you so. think could have got away with it? If that, that was a dude, nobody would have cared. It would have been funny. That's not true, man. I'm just saying. The Nipsey situation had context to it. This context was I just don't like people close to me, and I did this to a hotel guy, and I did this and to it, a nigga I got in the hit movie in the face. store. Okay. Who hit Nipsey in the face? I don't know what happened. Nobody. Mother- <laughs> shit. It was, hey, you disrespect, he disrespected somebody. And he, de- he deserved to get the shit smacked out of him. And when you're a man, you got to operate under that premise. A woman shouldn't. Man. That's toxic. You can man. get hit in your mouth as a man. It's like people, <laughs> men need to know that. In, in the words of Emixer, it's toxic masculinity. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> can't even get that out. Uh, moving on, man. Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, it's been over two years between his last project, Love Is Rage 2, and his new joint, Eternal A Take. The album has been riddled with false starts, label feuds, but it's finally here. And the numbers are stacking up to get Uzi his first number one album. It looks like it's projected to sell over 300,000 first week. Did we underrate Uzi's star power? Absolutely not. Uzi is a superstar. I think that just because his music doesn't translate to me, my age, I, I don't discount or discredit what he does and the impact that he has a fan. I see it on online. I see it when he deals with other artists. It's like he's a superstar. Um, goes to... I mean, you can kind of tie it in with Megan's case, though. Like, he's been going through the same thing that she yep. went through to get to this point, and boom, he bopped out the gate with what he sold. So he was worth every penny of the negotiation that he wanted to have. I don't think that Megan was as successful in what she did. Uh, have you knocked his success? Uh, no, nah, nah, I knew he was a star. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, but you never know what's going to happen when – You've got your version of detox and that people are waiting on and mm-hmm. it's supposed to come out here and you pump fake here. You don't know how long the fans are going to hang around. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little surprised. 300,000 is a lot that's in a lot. 2020. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of shit. So I'm a little surprised at that. I didn't think the numbers was going to be that inflated. But no, I don't think we're over, overrating it. Even though we're not talking about him, he's been out of the loop a little bit, dropped a single here and there, but nothing that really we need to be talking about. So, but it looks like the fans stuck around and they 
were anxiously awaiting this. It's been two and a half years since his last project, which did like half of this. It did mm. like 160, 170, right. give or take. So I don't think I would have seen this coming. If you'd have asked me a week ago, what do you think this is going to project? I would know in hell I would have said 300. I would have never said that shit. Although he is a star. He just needs to get his shit in order with his label so he can get out here and be the face of some shit. Like, you don't really see him that much. So that's why he's kind of out of sight, out of mind. But the fans didn't go nowhere. So uh, kudos to him. That's super dope, though. Yeah, it is. I think that's in his personality that you'll see him here a lot. He signed with Rock Nation management deal, right? Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. what him and Hove was beefing about. Well, Hove and Drama. Uh, yeah, I, but um, yeah, I, I do. I could <laughs> stand to see him out there a little bit more. And, he, and he's an interesting dude. So I don't know if if we need interviews from him or not, but it, it wouldn't hurt. And apparently, he yeah. don't need it anyway. Yeah, he signed a Rock Nation management last year. Mm. Yeah, all right. Shout out to Uzi, man. Did you like it? I have not listened to it. You check it out, man. Absolutely not. Make you feel young again, man. No, I'm, I'm 28, have so I'm no right. desire to feel young again. <laughs> I, I love my age. I'm right. <laughs> it's not bad though. It's nice. He got some. He got good energy records on there. It's some bullshit on there, but he got some good energy. You listen joints. to him before you. You like him better than Young Thug. Oh yeah, for sure. Really? What? Yeah, easy. Well, Young Thug not good, bro. Young Thug is a legend. A legend, I tell you. On that note, <laughs> what we got next, man? Next, uh, what we're talking about is the South by Southwest, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Due to the coronavirus, a.k.a. the Ronies, uh, the South by Southwest <laughs> is being canceled. Uh, do you think this is a big blow for the culture? Uh, yeah. Now, th- this is a blow for the culture because that's one of the biggest music festivals, obviously, in the country. That Coachella, like them right up there. Yeah. But it ain't bigger than a blow to the economy down in Austin. That's I fact. know they hot about yes. that. And it's also a big blow to artists who, A, were going to go pick up a bag. That's a missed out bag. Or B, underground artists who were looking at that as an opportunity to get in front of some people and to kind of get they wave going. Because there's people yeah. that have gotten discovered and got the, the baby got his shit built up. Walking by, around in a diaper. In a South diaper. By Southwest. Yeah. Exactly. So that just uh, halted some young person's maybe moment. So I, I feel for them too, man. Like people plan for a year for this shit. Like they pressing up shit, got yeah. promo shit. And that, that kind of sucks that they won't get a chance to do it. But I, I understand the. I understand why it's canceled. I'm not. I'm not going to sit and second guess. I get it because South by Southwest don't want that press. They definitely don't want the press <laughs> of it spreading there. Oh they don't God. want the coronavirus outbreak starting in South by Southwest. <laughs> I agree with you there. Uh, it, it is a blow to the hip hop community as far as a lot of people get their breaks there. You mentioned the baby. Sway Lee was talking about how they shot yep. No Flex Zone yep. uh, in the streets of Austin. A and lot of a people. Big jump yeah, to that, that was a big jump. A lot of people get. Breaks Vince Staples uh, created South by Southwest to him getting his big break, so it does put a halt to the organization of that festival and everybody being at the same time. But I think hip hop is a culture that can adjust to things like this. Uh, unofficial parties, people can st- still go there. Technically, you yeah, technically I mean, still go. It true. just won't be no official stuff, and you, that's a part of what hip hop is adjusting on the fly. Um, I'm not sure how safe it would be uh, <laughs> because of the that. coronavirus, but I do think that people can still, you know, get what they need done, still network the same way. And South by Southwest was thinking about rescheduling it, so it may not be oh, that's good. just a lost cause, period. But I know the people of Austin and South by Southwest patrons want that reschedule because they want this to happen. It's a big melting pot for a lot of tech and hip-hop stuff. Are Is the news, are they overdoing it with the corona talk, or is it warranted? I think it's it's 
the news, in my opinion, my conspiracy theorist opinion, the news is doing this to drive the economy to where it is now, as you mentioned. And Trump's main <coughs> bragging point has been the economy and how good he's made it. So if the economy shifts, he's not going to be able to say that I'm getting all these people these jobs and the economy's doing great. Hence, a Democrat being able to replace him. That's what I think is going on. Yeah. Um I don't know. Somebody a bad motherfucker if they if they orchestrate. No, I don't know. I don't know how. Well, I think go. the media can orchestrate. They can orchestrate it. But what do they get out of it? Trump out of office. They get ratings with Trump in office though. You gonna get it without him, with, with him out too. Not as high, but you are gonna get the whole process of Trump being replaced and a new presidential thing. That's people like. Well, not like people tune in for Trump, but people also tune in for new shit too. Yeah, for sure. So I, I think real quick before we get to baby, little baby, and offset, I think. That it's not overstated, but because it's just one of them things where let me put my my lab coat on. Mm -hmm. This is one of those diseases or one of those, you know, whatever that if you get it, you don't know you have it for like two weeks because mm -hmm. you don't show symptoms. Right. And in those two weeks, you're moving around like normal life people. and you're passing it to everybody. If this was one of the ones where you got it and two days later you were dead, it wouldn't be spreading like that because yeah. you'd be effective. I mean, you'd feel it almost immediately. So in that instance. I understand why, again, South by Southwest is putting a stop to this because that's a whole a lot of people coming from different parts of the country and they think they're fine and everything's cool and you really got that shit on you and you come down here and you fucking spread it and next thing you know it, South by Southwest is on CNN for being like the biggest, <laughs> like the container of fucking, you got to. They should have just put stipulations on it. Well, they can put How? stipulations. How? You can take a test? Well, old people are successful to it and dying from it. People who have pre-existing conditions, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, well, like weak immune. It's like the flu, bro. Yeah. It's basically the and it flu. And it ain't gonna bro. kill you. Yeah, nah, it's not. So yeah, that's a, I'm right, Doctor Lou. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going by what I've seen on TV. If they, if they wrong on TV, I'm wrong. Fair so. enough. Uh, man, lastly, before we get to this break, man, let's talk a little baby and offset. Now, rumors of infighting over at QC hit the streets last week. Uh, word is, allegedly, offset got into an altercation with some of little baby's crew. Mm. He did not win. He didn't come out on top of that mm. altercation. Look, now, little baby did take to Twitter and say the rumors were false. But the streets say differently. Now, we're not going to speculate on whether it's true or false. We ain't got time for that. But... Let's hypothetically say it was. If you're P or Coach K, how would you handle the situation? I think true or false, there's a situation to be handled by P. Mm. Uh, this all bad, all press ain't good press. And I think that you had a situation where P, when he introduced Baby when he's on Breakfast Club, he kind of introduced him as, "Hey, this is my homeboy, not more so an artist, but this is family." Mm -hmm. And I think the Migos, just from an outside perspective, they look more so like artists. They look more so like employees. And in order for him not to show favoritism here, if something did happen, I think that he has to come out and address it. Like, you have to come out and say something. It can't just bubble because this didn't come from nowhere. You talking about come out in public? You got to put, put something on Instagram to address that this is not what we do at QC as gotcha. a label. Like, he needs to reassure people that this didn't happen, even if it did. Now, to feed to the conspiracy theorists, Lil Baby did have an album release party at the compound on the 29th when they said that this happened. And mm -hmm. the reason that people are drawing these conclusions is because some grainy video footage out there uh, has some guy that had the same shirt on as Little Baby 
in the scuffle that was happening. You couldn't tell who none of these people was. So how they got Offset and Baby from it, I'm assuming <laughs> that it was people that were there. And then they told somebody, and you know how that shit go. You of play course. the telephone game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you never know what really happened. It's supposed to stem from something that happened between those two guys and, and a robbery I'm hearing. Uh, okay. But with that being said, there is no truth to it that we know of. But I do think that Coach K and P would have to address this in a serious manner because you want people to come to your labor and you don't want them to think that you're showing favoritism to baby because he's hot right now and Migos have kind of had that chance. So you do have to do some politic and then you got to do some cleaning up if you are P. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think I don't think you got to make no public statement. Okay. Uh, especially if it's not true. This is let's be honest, we live in 2020. The news cycle comes and goes. It's a much bigger issue going on in the news cycle right now that people are talking about. So it, uh, this is one of them little baby saying that it's cap. He tweeted it was cap. That's really all that's needed. Mm-hmm. Like he may have made the call to make sure little baby did that. Now that's what he need to do. Hey, bro, get on the horn, get on Twitter, man. Say this shit not true. Let's keep it moving. That's it. Luckily, he had the Breakfast Club interview, which I believe was recorded last week, yeah. because you could tell by the tone of it, or either that or did you watch the interview? I did. Did you get anything from it? No. Didn't they ask about him or something? They did. What they say? Because they they asked him because there was no QC artist on the album. Mm -hmm. And so Charlamagne was like, damn, why why I want no QC artist? He had a song with City Girls that he ended up giving to them. And he had a song with somebody else that he did with Quavo that they ended up giving to somebody else. So there goes the QC features right there. And they asked him about Yachty. He went more into detail about Yachty than anybody. That's how I know this was recorded prior to the rumors hitting maybe New York. Because I don't even think they really d- just got coverage like that. You know what I'm saying? It might just bu- been bubbling a little bit downhill. What did he say about Yachty? Um, he said that Yachty, when he first got in the game, Yachty was the one who was next to him, put his arm around him, showed him the ropes. And now that baby has risen to where he is, he doesn't have time to kick it with him like I, uh-huh. That's basically what he was saying. I ain't got time to kick it with him like that. But and, I, and he thinks that he may be taking it a certain way. And he wanted him to know that he, it's not like it. Interesting. So he didn't talk. I feel like Charlemagne, we all know, if he would have gotten word of any of this rumor fighting shit, he would have been the first one that he probably would have kicked the interview off with the shit. So yeah, he didn't do that. So I don't sure. think it's nothing there, man. Interesting, interesting things to see and to come. Absolutely, man. We're going to get to this Jada Kiss album, Ignatius. I really hope I'm saying that correctly. Don't go nowhere. We'll be after this. What's going on, good people of On Deck TV, Hip Hop Land? It's your boy, Big Jeff, from the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring myself, J-Hove, and Weezy each and every Monday. Once you finish this action-packed episode of the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast, make sure you check out FSP. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. And we are back, Shaman Animal Brown. I am Spike Lou. All right, man. We got Jada Kiss. Aha! That was a terrible. Y'all like that impersonation. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We've got Jada Kiss's fifth studio album. I would have thought he had more than that. You would have thought. As long as Jada Kiss has been around, you would have thought that. But I forgot Um, half the years was group shit. Yeah. Two locks albums and one solo album. Yeah. Well, two locks and one solo. You got fifth. This is fifth solo. I mean, excuse me, damn. I meant five, like you said. Yeah. Um, Captain Correction. Absolutely. All right. Ignatius. Ignatius. Named after his homeboy, Ice Pick J, that passed away in 2017. Mm-hmm. Big part of his um, his life and his career. He was an A&R over at Rough Riders Entertainment and then also was a record producer. Helped Jada with a lot of shit. He said he found them hits. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would keep him on his shit about health. He would keep him on his shit about just regular everyday thing. One of those indispensable friends that you got that keep you on your shit. So it was a big loss when they when he lost him. 
Um, so much respect to that. But in, coming into this album, what expectations did you have, if any? It was Zeta Kiss, so you know you, he a rapping ass nigga, so you can always expect dope ass bars, and that's what I was looking for. Uh, that grit and that grime that comes with the locks is a, another thing that I expect when you get a Zeta Kiss album, and um, I was excited to have continue this wave of our older artists Bingo. people from our generation coming out with great music and i was excited for that sense alone because i'm like i say jada kiss is one of my top mcs yeah 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 no i and i had medium expectations as well just for the the same thing man and he put out a video with ross about a month or two ago that i don't think anybody but me saw yeah um, so he sent that to your house yeah i don't, I don't <laughs> he didn't promo that shit or nothing but the song was fire though i was like damn this shit hard like it, it it sounded like a raw store it sounded like something that was meant for ross but then you know what i'm saying he probably did he was like man jada was like man let me get that you got the screen over back <laughs> so like and obviously jada's nice and all of that shit but i'm not i'm gonna be honest i'm not sitting waiting on a jada kiss album in 2020 like he's not that he's not in that point of his career where he's must see TV or I'm sitting like damn when is Jada gonna drop you know what I'm saying that's no knock it's just not where his place is in the culture. With that being said, I listened to it and I was definitely digging it at first. I was digging it a lot at first. Um, I I was fucking with it heavy. I thought he made a very age appropriate <laughs> album dedicated to his homeboy. Mm -hmm. Like, you mentioned the artists that are of our generation. I like how they have figured out a way to carve out a lane for themselves. Whether you it's call a, it contemporary rap? Yeah, contemporary hip-hop. Contem you know what I mean? What I mean? That's, that's a perfect title for it. I feel like him, Jay-Z, Royce, they all find dope concepts to craft projects around that give them something to say. And although it's unfortunate that this is his, his partner that passed away that gave him something to say, but I think you can hear remnants of it all throughout the album. The same with Royce. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all check out Patreon. We're going to get that Royce review up real soon. Um, but I, I feel like it's dope that they're finding ways to do that and they're not just rapping young nigga shit. That would have been mm. lame. That'd be or, or even just old street shit that we know in it's like bro that, that can get old so you need to find something to rap about and i think he did with this album and I, I i was fucking with it when i first heard it cool you didn't seem excited when you first heard it i absolutely was not wow i'm and i don't need him to tow a hoodie on and take us back to 98 that's not what i was looking for i respect the adult grown-up rap as well and i think hunting season is a perfect example of of what I, I mean. Like, you ain't got to be killing a nigga in every song or whatever it may be, but there's a certain tempo and tone that I expect from Jada Kiss. And to me, this was like a little too lighthearted. I understand that it was in respect to his homeboy and like that was the focus of the album. All of these beats he said were picked uh, by his homeboy. Oh, Ice word? Pick. Yeah, he picked them before oh, he dope. passed. I know that. And he used them. I think I heard that on Insta Real interview. Uh, and I mean, it's definitely a tempo and a tone. It's older, grown man rap, but I feel like it's kind of Jada Kiss light, like diet Jada Kiss. And at this age, I get it, but there's still, in my opinion, from someone who knows him from the locks days and kissed the game goodbye, they left something to be desired. I wanted to hear a little bit more of hunting season and things of that nature. From an age-appropriate perspective, of course, and less of catch and release and keeping 100 and those type of focuses. Because if we're talking about age-appropriate things, I think people kind of took the 444 model of Jay-Z. Absolutely. And the 
apologizing to his woman with Beyonce and people kind of taking that and they've modified that in different ways. Mature music. It works for some people, it doesn't work for others. Yeah. But Jay-Z it works for. I think Fab tried this and I'm thinking that Jada Kiss is trying this and it doesn't come out the same. Well, I, th- I think Jada, first of all, if you're doing a, an album dedicated to your homeboy, I don't know if I need 12 uh, <laughs> songs with Pusha T with all just gangster street well, no, like I'm just hoodie music a shit. perspective. A di- like, I, I like Royce's album and Jay Z's album because they give a perspective and they it, it's not off. They better rap from what Jay Z. Both of them, and they're, I mean, more, that's they're fair, but they ain't like you you're saying. It's like Jada's a scrub. Yeah, yeah nah, nah, like, nah, nah. but they Jada they Kiss. Are, you would think by now, and that's my point and part of my problem with the album. You would think by now he has the ability, as good as a rapper as he is, to kind of put it all up and wrap a bow on. And I just didn't feel that way about this album. That's what I meant. I mean, Cheetah not gonna change his spots, man. He can be sixty. He's still yeah, gonna be. I'm jaded. just telling you why I don't like the album. I don't care if Cheetah changes his spot or not. I just think that that takes away from him at this age. I, I, what did you like? Were there highlights on the album? Huntington was really good to me. He's rapping his ass off as well on them. I wish he could have expanded upon the subject matter. Just had a different more perspectives. Like I can listen to a Styles P album. And Styles P still gives me that locks feel with an adult age perspective like Styles he ain't talking about going to hit niggas over the head with baseball bats but it's still a perspective and what I expect from Styles P and I just didn't get that from Jada he is a little bit more mainstream uh, but what I did like like I said is the hunting season that was really dope to me I think he did a good job with the features the Ty Dollar Sign I liked him on that record and I'm Mm. always here for a 2 chains verse I didn't like it at first but I did come to like the 2 chains verse and I like Ross verse Fat boy in better shape than I've ever been. Got a team full of hitters, no need for letterments. Pack the cream in the luggage, can't leave no evidence. Jesus' pieces be flooded like it was heaven sent. In a room full of demons, how can we make amends? He took a chance and took a stand, you gotta check your men's. Ray for Lemon in 86 and I'm living there. Mercedes full of 80 bricks, look where I'm living at. One eye open like I was Fetty Wap. Two glocks on me, pulling my Betty drop. Big belly rude boy, yes, I top shot up. Bumba clock, you pussy hole, go and suck your mother. So I did like the features on him. Yeah, what and, did you like? And real quick, before we get to what I like, the hunting season, you know, this the album was actually supposed to come out last week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hunting season single came out last week or a week or two ago. And they pushed it. They kind of took it off title and off the internet because due to the Pop Smoke situation, <clears throat> they didn't want people to get the art confused with that. They just thought it was bad timing, mm. uh, which I can respect. Um, so the album was supposed to come out last week. We got it a week late. I thought that was respectful to Jada. But um, what I liked, I liked the singing on here. The hooks were on point. And I'm talking about, and normally when somebody has a whole bunch of singing on their shit, I'm like, man, bro, come on, man. We just did this with Fab. Fab, summertime, shootout album, sound like he was swinging for the fences, a home run on every damn song. You got Hitmaker featuring Chris Brown, Ty Dolla Sign, and all these A-list R&B singers. And we were like, fam, like you're doing too much. This one, I didn't get that. I got the, and maybe because he didn't have all A-list R&B niggas on there. Like, he had people I had never heard of. You know what I'm saying? Except for John Legend. Well, except for John Legend, for sure. But that wasn't a commercial record, though. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that didn't even hit like that. So... I liked he he was making real nigga music without using auto tune too much. Like again, he and we'll get to it on my low lights. He tried it on here, 
But it's easy for somebody of his age with his son who's in college telling him he's and his son is down here in the A. He's telling him what's popping down here in the A. It's easy for a nigga like Jay to try to be cool, try to relate to his son and shit and get out here and do all this goofball stuff. But he didn't. He, he kept it age appropriate. My favorite joints, Catch and Release, are f that song is fire nigga like and it's a crime he didn't list dude who's on this scene because he bodied it yeah that sounded good i just like the subject uh government cheese with dej loaf fire that's a highlight to you man that's banging oh are you serious oh this shit was trash this nigga's ill Ooh, that was big trash and the song i know with john legend who demolished it seen things in me that i ain't seeing myself we built something you going now i'm seeing it melt and it's crazy because the lord knows Nobody i needed your help John, first of all, John Legend might be my go-to hook person on any type of rap song. That's a fact. I'm like, he can do it all. Like, that nigga cold. So, those are my three favorite joints, even though I had several on here. Jesus. What didn't work? Well, I liked Hunting Season, and I like, well, I already said what I did. Yeah, what, we what, know. What we know you like Hunting work. Season. Shit. What didn't work for me was Keeping It 100, Catch and Release, Me. Me? Uh, yeah, all of that Man. shit. Like, I don't. I don't need another why from Jada Kiss. I said that's when this shit came out. Like, I don't need another why. He's did this already, and it's part of the problem that I had with the album. It's just like, it's a rerun, dude. Like, give me a new episode, and I don't think that he did that. So, me, I didn't like. Me. Government Cheese was absolutely awful. Nah, I think he needs to do man. a better job with Nino Man and, and, and his crew. They ripped it. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I'm finna check, um, out. I'm finna check that Nino Man out. He ripped that. He ain't got a lot of stuff online. I, uh, ironically, somebody was telling me about him a week ago. You dropped the ball, Nino man. Yeah, he ain't got a lot of stuff online. He got a lot of stuff on um, YouTube though. But I, I wasn't feeling any of the ones that I just named. Uh, my low lights, keep it one hundred. Auto tune Jada is so not needed. We don't need that. Even yeah. though it was light auto tune, it wasn't heavy. Don't even think about it. You tried it. Stop. That's number one. Um, I thought Hunting Season was cool, but it didn't even fit, it didn't fit the album. It didn't fit the tone of that. Why, why is that even on there? It's the only song that sounds like it. It's on there because Pusha T absolutely obliterated your he boy again. I don't know what you're talking about. We're keeping them stripes clean over the Adidas. We wanted he pure, nigga. He ripped that, though. Pure. <laughs> he ripped. Let's go. Headshots. <laughs> it's not a headshot, it's but he ripped headshot. it. Headshot. Yeah, that, nah, that was cool. But I've heard better versions of that song. With Jada. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not hitting the same, bro. 18 Willow was better than that. It's similar to that. We had Pusha T on Oh, with Pusha T and Benny. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Was that Gibbs? That was Gibbs. That's the one he had with Freddie Gibbs. That was 18 Willow. I thought that was Benny the Butcher. That was Benny the Butcher. What's the song with Pusha T and uh, Freddie Gibbs? Oh, and Killer Mike? Yeah, that's something different. That's Paul Mall. That's Paul Mall, if you Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sounds similar to me. Yeah, these are all the same damn song. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we've he heard that. A, he should have had an album full of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should have did, nigga. And we I also want to man. I'm, I don't want to hear Jada Kiss at his age talking about his side chick and catching like, bro. Hey, it be like that. Yeah, that's cool and all. <laughs> niggas didn't want to do that, but like, I don't want to. I don't need Jada Kiss talking about catching release and the keeping one hundreds like that. That was on the first Jada Kiss album, or should have been. Now I will say that the first half of the album is the weaker part. But when you get to the joint with two chains, and then you go two chains ripped it. Too. When you go two chains, song with Ross, 
Song with Dave Lowe, song with John Legend, and in the in the last song, nigga, those are fire, nigga. That's six songs in a row that's banging. That's not true. <laughs> that's just yeah, not true. Right. That Dave Lowe song fire, bro. That's hard. I don't like that song. I don't like how Dave Lowe. I've I've never been a big fan of her sound. It is unique, but I've never been a big fan of her sound. Yeah. And it's, there's one song where if you can add a feature, I can't remember what it is now, but Fifty would have murdered. In what year? The Hook, 2020. No. I can't think of it because it sounds just like 50 on there anyway, but it's Jada Kiss saying it. It sounds like he did his best 50 impersonation. <laughs> he shouldn't have just got 50. I, I'm mad I can't think of what that is right now. Now, I did not like the song with Ty Dolla Sign, though. That's the single. That's the fab. That's not like a fab throwaway, a summertime shootout throwaway. And he was like, nigga, I need a single for the radio. Nigga, why? No, you don't. No, you don't need no single. <laughs> you don't need that, Jada bro. Kiss don't need no single. <laughs> Jada Kiss don't need no song. song? With Ty. That nigga still on Def Jam. That's crazy. Universal <laughs> Music Group and Def Jam. Nigga signed a thirty-year deal with Def Jam, dude. Now he, well, he's, he's on got record. Five albums, though. You said that's true. He's so only he got probably five still in a six-album deal <laughs> for the last Especially twenty-five back then, years. Dude. Goodness. Hey, but he did come out and say he has no intentions yeah, on signing with no independent. He said bro. he, he said he's not doing all of that work. He he don't want to because him and Styles P are, are both they on different sides of the coin from that. Styles P said he want to do all that work to get all that money. Yeah. Jada Kiss, like, give me my little shortcut, and I just kick my feet up and rap, my nigga. He was making two fifty off that AI commercial. He ain't need to. <laughs> yeah, like he gotta be independent. Jada, 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 Jada Kiss getting money. He getting good rap money. So, <laughs> uh, if you had to give it a rating, uh, where where is this Ignatius at? Uh, two and a half reels. Wow, two and a half, and I'm being generous. Stop. How bro. many reels do you give it? I'm being very generous. It's banging, man. It's this three and Jada Kiss light. No, it's two and a half. This is definitely. You said it like I gave it one. He said it's three and a half. You gave well. it a half more. I said three and a half. I oh, said three and a half. Jada Kiss can rap too well to make anything under three. Yeah, Let's be honest. This is two and a half. It didn't. Well, it wasn't a lot of effort in this. Like Jada Kiss can roll over and do this album fifteen times. Give me something new, man. Like, spark my interest. Give me a perspective. Like, and a perfect example, if you're like, well, what are you looking for? Yeah, what are you looking for? Allegory. I'm looking for something ex not exactly like that, but in that vein. Like, tell a story. You're at the age now where you've been doing this long enough where you can put a different spin on it. People can get a lot more from the music. He not he don't rap as well as Royster Five Nine though. Fam, all it, all <laughs> hey, it takes bro. is to get some niggas around you with some creativity. It's what teams you want are for. Ghost writers, nigga. No that creativity. Then nobody write that shit for Royce, but I'm sure he didn't come up with that idea by himself. You think that Kendrick came up with Good Kid, Mad City, and To Pimp a Butterfly by himself? Nah, he's got trusted. He got trusted team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but people, Jada Kiss needs those people. Niggas not Drake. He needs for to that, hire though. those people. Hey, what? Niggas not Drake for having a team. No, though. no, 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 no. Drake. It's cool. No, Drake brings people in. Hey, rap the song for me. Stop. Cool. I can put my sauce on it and say mine's after a couple of things, <laughs> and it's going to go platinum. Kendrick is spitballing with niggas, and they coming up with great ideas, as we'll get to later. Yeah, we're going to talk about Kendrick in just a second, man. Y'all let us know what you guys thought of the Ignatius album from Jada Kiss. How many more do you think you got? That's it. He's 44. That's it. And you thought he was older than that, though? I, well, I did. I'm not going to lie. That's all about right, though. He's 44. He's got five albums. You're telling me that's it. He's hanging it up after five little bitty ass albums. Yes. Wow. How many more you want from Jada Kiss? You gotta give me it sound like this one he didn't want to do. Shit. <laughs> if his homeboy hadn't died, you would have never got this one. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so me asking for anything more would be a stretch. 
Uh, y'all let us know, man, what y'all think. And don't forget to Patreon, guys. We do all album reviews on there. Patreon.com slash Realville. You can hit the link in the uh, show notes right now to check it out. We'll be doing that, Royce, on there and a couple other joints, That's man. Um, don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Chill. Hey, what's good, people? Hoping you're enjoying this Jada Kiss review from your guys at the On Deck TV podcast. Do us a huge favor if you rock with us like I know you do. Go to patreon.com slash realville and support the real, man. You'll get super dope content, all right? Album reviews just like this. We've got Royce coming up. We've got Boldy James coming up. We've got several dope reviews on the way. Make sure you keep it locked and subscribe. Hit the link in the description to support the real. We are back. Shaman Animal Brown. I am Spike Lou. Man, we got some wins and some losses. What we got? First win to the Street Execs team for the posthumous release of the Bankroll Fresh debut album in Bank We Trust. Another yeah. W because it's better than that Jada Kiss as well. Uh, wow. Tough. Uh, shout out to Bankroll Fresh. Rest in peace, Bankroll Fresh. Long live Bankroll. Uh, I was Street. a big Bankroll guy, but this album, it's it's. You can't really just grade this like how you want to. What are you talking nah, about? No, it's not. Yes, it is. What but are you talking he's about? He's got so much better stuff than this. And we wouldn't you want to talk about not seeing the light of day? What? We don't get we don't hear this, you know what I'm saying, if if he wasn't obviously not here to put you it out. You're basing this shit off what could have been. Based After off what you've you seen, this shit is banging. Nah, it got like three on there, maybe four. Oh wow. And that's my guy. That's sick. So it hurt. It hurt me, man. Y'all, run back that Life of a Hotboy mixtape, man. Bankroll Fresh. It's a classic. Mm. This is, is you just had, you had to put it out. I'm glad they put it out. It's definitely a W. And they put it out on, on the anniversary of his death, but you know what I'm saying? It, it ain't, it ain't, unfortunately, it's not his best. I need to do a true crime podcast about rappers' death. That would be fire. Mm. Ooh, Who need to be on there, though? Dobie. I think it'd be a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of them. Just uh, young them. greatness, and you can do all of them. Damn, Damn I ain't that'd be fire. That's killing. Hey, we might have to edit this out. Yeah, we might take because we know we know that they keep be listening. Our IP here. Yeah, we need to keep our IP. Uh, another W to Kendrick Lamar and Dave Free for launching their service company, the PG Lane. Okay. Uh, initiative service group, whatever it is. Did you see the commercial? I did. Kendrick coming, nigga. <laughs> Benny voice. I saw that Kendrick deleted all of his Instagram posts, yes. put up a trailer for a new service company. Yes, an album. No. An album. A service an company. Album. What the fuck is it servicing? He said what that they this? are, uh, it's a creative oh, okay. company. <laughs> People that do podcasts, creative design, uh, similar to that thing that Dame Dash had going on in New York when Currency used to be. I can't think of the name of it, which is all the creatives got together and they put creative shit out. You're going to be creative space, space for podcasters, artists, rappers, studio space. You know, we went to the Black Pod Collective thing. For sure. Something like that. Where's the album, though? It's on its way. Are we like, sure? I don't know why you're rushing it. You want him to kill Aubrey? You want him to kill you? You want him to kill Mons? Rushing it. You want him to kill Mons this summer? And the nigga been out of commission for five years. Y'all niggas gonna be mourning when Mons is dead. Man, listen. You nigga gonna be up at the embassy just sulking around, dude. (laughs) Dropping cherry uh, Jolly Ranchers every fucking way. Kids are coming, nigga. I ain't gonna lie. I I seen this, and he did it with Dave Free, which who was the former- That video fired to the commercial. No, that video was hard. He was the former- President? uh, President of TDE. Yeah, and he he did all that. He's- do all their videos and all that, so it's glad. I'm glad to see that he's still with the company because remember we talked about no that. More. Well, he got his own shit. Well, I'm saying he's still in the mix with, with them. Kendrick, him and Kendrick are friends. That, I mean, no, I don't, 
I'm not saying he don't fuck with the rest of them, but he and Kendrick are friends. Well, it's good to see him and Kendrick are still okay. have a working relationship yeah. because he, he, I feel like he got the best out of him. You know what I'm saying? He stretched his creative limits. And I'm interested to see what this is. You know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd much rather have heard an album announcement, but hey, PG Lang will work too. Shout out to that. You keep waiting for him to end your boy career. End your boy hot summer. It'll end your happen. hot boy summer for Monsnum. It'll never happen. Yes. Another L to Megan D. Stallion. Two E's. Her appearance on first take. Despite being a Rockets fan, Megan the Stallion had no clue who Mike D'Antoni was. Oh, man. <laughs> also, also, and she knows James Harden personally, she said on the show. So she's going to talk to him. And he's going to do better. I see you, Meg. Uh, also, her project, Sugar, yeah. underperformed 30K first week. Man, Renegotiate yeah. that. Listen, it was an EP, first off. Don't matter. If I'm Carl Crawford, I'm. God damn it! I'm making all kind of phone calls. It was an EP. It doesn't matter, but you it you does better, when it comes to streaming. You want to renegotiate? You selling a hundred thousand? There's nine songs. You can't I, only stream, but I'm, so much. Listen, man. If I'm called Crawford, <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with none of that. These numbers right here don't look like renegotiation numbers to me. If I'm called Crawford, well, it, this goes to show that everybody can't just drop out of the blue. People still need promo out here. I get it. It's 2020. We're not going to Best Buy to get CDs anymore. Right. But that everybody's also not Beyonce. Drake or Kendrick, you have to have some type of promo. She had it. No, sh- what? Free Meg. No. That was the promo. For five they days. They robbing me. Yes, they robbing me. Get people to talk about me for five days. Man, that wasn't even trending. Mm. Like, you we, you listen, you got you to gotta promote your shit. And her single wasn't really, it was okay. I'd rather be your B-I-T-Z. Like, it was okay, but it wasn't mm. really just moving the needle like that. As you can see, 30K is light. Very light for Meg Thee Stallion. Very light. Especially if I'm trying to renegotiate a deal you without an album. And more details came out about her deal, too. They get 30% of her. Uh, <laughs> they get. <laughs> no, she. No, wait. She gets. She gets 40%. No, no, no. They get 30% of her touring. Touring. Yeah, which is. No, and she has to pay for her shows studio and stuff out time. of pocket. No, and her studio time. And her shows. What do you mean, like traveling and stuff? Yes. All of that comes out of her cut. Come on with it. Come on with it. That deal garbage. It's not. It's a standard industry deal. Everybody that's looked at it has said that. <laughs> that's just not. Like, she, just because she's Meg the Stallion now doesn't mean that these things change. So you're a lawyer and a doctor on this episode. Nah, I'm just telling you what I've read. <laughs> you read a little bit more, you'll be able to speak confidently about these things as well. I'm just telling you what I've read, man. Leave my boo alone, y'all. If hey, I come see you, Carl. Listen, Carl Crawford got he 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 ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> he ready for you, Meg, whoever coming. Hove, holler at him. Fifteen oh one. Man, we got an on decker of the week, man. This week it's little baby, your boy. Shout out four PF. Uh, he went to uh, his old high school, man, Booker T. Washington, and donated one hundred and fifty large Booker to his T. old high school. I think that's where uh, Killer Mike and uh, Ti went to. Young Thug went there too. Really? Yeah, uh, Young Thug is one year ahead of him. I can't remember. Baby said it on Breakfast Club, but he's one year ahead of him. I thought that was super dope. He also announced the My Turn Scholarship. That's real. Um, that he awarded to a lucky student that is going to Dartmouth. Bonus points. Tell me where Dartmouth is. Because I don't know. Uh, New Hampshire, and it's an Ivy League school. Uh, that's what's up, dude. Uh-huh. I see you, Booker T. I don't know if New Hampshire's right, but I do know it's an Ivy League school. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this I watched his whole Breakfast Club interview And you see a lot of growth From when he was on there The first time A couple of years ago And I thought it was Super dope Because Charlemagne Because he said He dropped out of high school 
And Charlamagne was like, when you went back to the school, did you like, did you shit on you like you old? No, he said, did you have any teachers that kind of talked down on you and said you wouldn't be shit and all that type of shit because you was dropping out? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I mean, it was one or two. You know what I'm saying? The principal was kind of on me about shit. You know what I'm saying? He got me locked up. He got me blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, okay, so you must have shit on him when you went back with this 150K. He was like, nah, man, that, that's not the attitude you got you to gotta have when you go back and do stuff like this. Because he wanted the principal to see that somebody could be how he was how he was and way. turned out to be what he is mm-hmm. and i thought that was a super dope answer much respect to little baby i'm becoming a more of a fan each day on top of that his album is still riding he also has an interview similar to talking about those things and how he brings up his artist and his process in uh developing the people that have signed to him and the reason that he makes a purpose to come back to atlanta after every show he said if he got a show in Texas and a show in Cali the next day, he going to do the show in Texas. He going to fly back to Atlanta. Then he going to fly to Texas, well, to Cali the next day. And he said the reason that he does that because he wants the people around him and the people that are still in Atlanta that can't make it to be able to feed off of him, to know that he's successful, to see that you can do it and make it out of the place that he's from. It was a really good interview. It's on the Big Facts podcast with uh, Big Blank Black. Uh, y'all check that out but it was a really good interview and as you said like I've been a fan of Baby but listening to those things and hearing his maturity at this age yeah. and what he's doing with what he's turned into it makes you like him even more now I respect it because Charlamagne showed you how to bite him man you can shit on him right yeah. and Darby is in New Hampshire I'm just, lucky that, guess. I'm just that deep lucky fucking yeah. guess actual factual Lou um, that's me <laughs> yes Hey, man, y'all do us a favor. Go to the Facebook group Rap Chat. Search that. Join the conversation. We always take it offline onto the Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, also, subscribe to YouTube, man. YouTube.com slash Realville. If you're watching, hit that subscribe button and that like button. Thumbs of course. up. Nominate your own deckers of the week. Let us know what you thought about the Jada Kiss album. Respond to some of the quick hits that we had. Man, we want you guys to join the conversations. Like you said, go to Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, leave your likes and comments, and also rate, subscribe, and like on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Most importantly, engage with us on YouTube. Yeah, man. I got something to put you on before we get out of here. I went to the movie. I haven't been in the movies in a minute. I don't believe it. In like two weeks. I don't believe you. So that's a long time for me not to be at the movies. Um, I saw- lights on at AMC. Tough. Uh, I saw Invisible Man. It was tough. I don't believe you. What? I don't believe you. It looked dope. No. It doesn't Invisible look- I ain't never I ain't even seen the premium. I ain't gonna lie. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, I've never seen it. It looks super it, it was super dope though. Really? Yeah, check it out. Mm. Uh yeah, I want <coughs> shit, Corona. All right. Corona. Uh-oh. Where's my mask at? Man, I wanna put you on for the drinkers out there. I don't drink anymore, but I heard something mm-hmm. interesting this weekend that all vodka is the same, regardless of the price point. Mm. Uh, due to FDA federal regulations, all vodka has to be distilled the same way. Therefore, there are no differences in the grapes and all of that bullshit that they sell you. <laughs> it was a Freakonomics radio podcast, and they gave the guy who even invented the marketing for the brand of vodka, and he died like a while ago. But I really found that interesting that you can market one thing and put it in all these different, it's like hundreds of vodka brands, and it's all the same shit in different bottles. I don't believe that. That's a fact. Top shelf and lower shelf. All of it's the same. It's a distillery it's a distilling process to where bottom shelf shit comes out quicker and don't leave it in there as long but it's the exact same shit that should give you a headache it's the exact same shit so put you on that and Jamel Hill Fonte from Little Brother was on there it was a two part episode that might be good that was good they was on that niggering it up I don't know what that means 
What do you they mean? They was acting like niggas. They was giving you nigga commentary. They said it on there. Uh-huh. I just took it from them. Fair it enough. was like giving you feedback on Bad Boys 3. I haven't seen that, so I'll skip that. Bad Boys 4. And 90 Day Fiance. Do you watch that? Oh, three, yeah. No, I don't. But I, everybody talk about this shit. I don't watch that yeah, shit. like 90 Day Fiance. They was going crazy about 90 Day Fiance. I don't watch that shit. Shout out to extra. He watches it every day. Of course. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> M Extra watches that. Man, on that note, we out, man. Yeah, Peace. We out of here.